Welcome to the Mindfulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Zwana. Let's get into it. This podcast is brought to you by Nomad Creative. Visit nomadcreative.com for all of your marketing, branding, and social media needs. Hello, I'm here alone today. Um, I've heard that you guys like my solo episodes, so I figured I would put myself out there again for you. They're a little weird for me still because I'm kind of like talking to myself, staring at my computer, but it's like therapy a little bit. Um, I wanted to update you guys on my life somewhat, my business, what's been going on. Uh, recently, there have been some pretty big transformations, so I've been kind of overwhelmed dealing with everything, but things are finally starting to fall into place and settle. Um, essentially, I had two girls filling the roles of a project manager and marketing slash social media manager, and they both um, left around the same time. So I was looking for someone to either replace them both or you know, in like both as in, in each of their roles or find one person that might be able to tackle both of their roles. Um, because I've been restructuring and, and stuff in the company, there wasn't necessarily a lot of work for both of them to do individually, but together it's like pretty, I guess, fulfilling if you will. Um, because I got rid of a lot of social media clients, they just weren't necessarily in line with where I wanted to go with the company. Um, I want to make sure that anyone who I'm working with makes sense for the company and that we're also enjoying working with those clients. So, um, for the most part, it has to do like monetarily, I guess when I initially started onboarding clients for social media, they, were brought on more so because we wanted the experience as an agency, I guess, and less so because we felt that, you know, the packages and all of that were aligned. Um, I was also a much smaller team. I was paying more junior people to take care of socials. And now I have, you know, a bigger team, more experienced team. So uh, naturally the product is better um, and we should be charging more for our services. And um, just the way that the contracts were made, it didn't necessarily lend itself to necessarily raise our prices. And so when we did propose that to some of the clients, they weren't super down. Naturally, I mean, when you go from paying, let's say a thousand dollars a month for a social, um, like management package to then being told it's like almost $3,000 a month, it is a big jump. So I get that, but really it was, um, my fault, uh, on my end and my agency for not having priced it correctly to begin with. But at the same time, it was good experience and we did learn from taking on those those clients and those projects. And now I know, you know what I don't want in a future client and what I do want in a future cl- client. So, you know, making sure that who I'm communicating with knows a thing or two about marketing that maybe we're not speaking directly to the founders and to someone who is leading a marketing team or department um, for a company this way, they're a little less emotionally invested and they really understand what it is that we're doing. I noticed that working directly with founders can sometimes be challenging because, um, they are very emotionally involved and they don't necessarily, um, 
I guess, know the purpose behind social media, the purpose behind why we're doing what we're doing. So there's a lot of like over explaining that needs to be done. And, um, just for where I want to go with my company, I want to be working with uh, clients that have a bigger budget that, you know, have onboarded people to represent the marketing division of their company. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm calling in right now. We did a really big cleanup. Um, and as a result, you know, the social media department has slowed down a lot, but, um, I've recently, um, hired a paid media agency who is basically putting out ads and stuff for us right now to attract the right type of clients. So that's been um, interesting too. I mean, it's taken way longer than anticipated. I hired them maybe like, I don't know, like three months ago or something. And I know that like prep takes time, but this was next level. Like when we onboard someone, at least for the type of work that we do, it's within like a week or two that they're fully onboarded, ready to go. And like, we're, we're getting shit done for the project. And I just feel like it's been such a lengthy process with this paid media agency. So testing my patience for sure, but, um, things are, are looking up. The ads are running. Um, we are receiving some leads, but naturally it does take time to see anything really convert. So, um, I have high hopes, but also kind of just like tired of it all at the same time. Um, that's, what's funny about entrepreneurship. It's like, there's so many like highs and lows and ups and downs. And it's like, you could be riding on a high and like, you know, closing a bunch of contracts and getting you clients and making money and, you know, doing all of these amazing things. And then like something happens and everything shifts and people leave and you have to readjust and you're pulling the weight of people. It's, it's like a whole thing. So I'm kind of getting out of this little hiccup, if you will. Um, but like I said, feeling more hopeful and, um, just trying to remind myself that all of these things are going to lead me to where I want to be, you know, to a, a greater place where I feel good and happy every single day. Well, I mean, that's the goal. Like I said, there's always going to be ups and downs, but yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, what else is going on? Let's see. I'm really just focused on building, I guess, a team for Nomad Creative that I can really, really trust. So this whole concept of building a company as opposed to running a company, because I've been running it basically for the last five years, which means I've been in the company doing all the things. Like I started off, you know, doing things in accounting, sales, design, direction, management, you name it. Like I've literally done every single person's job. Um, now I am expanding my services. So um, there are other experts that are definitely more qualified and knowledgeable than me to take on those aspects of the work. Um, but I'm trying really hard to no longer jump back in unless it's absolutely necessary because I need to trust that anyone who I'm hiring to complete these tasks and projects and lead people um, and and run with my clients are capable. Um, For me to go in and consistently micromanage or oversee is not going to give me the freedom and alleviate me from, you know, growing further because I need them to be independent of me to be able to make decisions without me. Um, And that's really what's been happening for the last year. But, you know, when someone leaves, it's, it's uh, like, 
you got to kind of restart to a degree. So making sure you have processes in place for if someone does leave or goes on maternity leave, like what are you going to do? Who's going to replace them? How easy is it for someone to replace their job? And if you have documentation on how to do things, what your processes are, you know, good project management system, honestly, organization is just so freaking key. If you're organized in the back end, then it makes that onboarding a lot easier. And the transition's been like pretty okay from what I've heard. Um, our clients are are happy. They barely even noticed that there was a transition in our, our team um, because we kind of picked up the slack when communication was dropping from, from some team members and whatnot, like in that transition, um, as one person was leaving and the other was coming, the current team was kind of like picking up that slack, including myself. So I had to jump back in and, and, and work on things in the company and support the team in ways that I haven't really been doing in a while just because I've been removing myself. But obviously, like this is my baby and I care how my clients are treated and taken care of. So if anything needs to be done, I will jump in. Like I'm always there even giving a second eye, third eye, whatever on feedback. Um, I like to be hands-on, but at the same time, not like micromanaging and hovering. Like I really want my team to be confident and to do a great job on their own. So there's definitely challenges and navigating quality control when like, let's say myself, I have certain standards and, you know, what I expect to receive or to send my clients in terms of quality. So just being clear on communicating what it is that I want my team to do, how I want them to do it. Um, and hopefully they'll check those boxes and they have been, you know, um, but like I said, I just like, I'm in like a weird downer place right now. I hope I don't sound fucking depressed. I'm not. I'm not. It's just been a tough week. It's been a tough week, but it's gonna be better. (sighs) Okay. What else? I have notes here. Okay. Deciding to push social media more and focusing on getting monthly retainer clients. Yeah, that's a thing. So my business right now and what it has been mainly for the last five years has been very branding focused. So, you know, brand development, brand strategy, as well as things like web design. But those things, people come in and out like they're big ticket items, like people will pay a lot to get that stuff done, which is great. So they're nice contracts. However, they take really long. So they're usually between like six and eight months. And then once they're done, they're typically gone. So when I started to see this trend of like, okay, I'm like putting in all this work and, you know, getting and landing these clients and then they're just gone and then I never see them again. It's like, how can we continue that relationship with them? So social media is obviously like a great segue naturally. Um, clients, anyone who's working in branding, building a brand, refining a brand, they would need their social assets or if not their monthly social management to be up to par and standard to like what we've created for them um, to this point. So by offering those services, we open up the opportunity to bring existing clients into future month to month work. Um, But one thing that I haven't been focusing on is actually just bringing in clients directly for social media. Um, Everyone kind of comes through the company for branding. I would say like 95% of the clients come to us for branding, just because that's really what we've been doing, what we've been specializing in, and um, how people have been able to find us online. So 
Um, knowing that monthly retainer clients are honestly a really great way to scale. I'm reshifting my focus there a little bit, knowing that, you know, anyone who's come in for branding and all of that has been organic to date, which is great, which means we have a good reputation. People have been sharing about us, whether it's in like Google reviews or word of mouth and, and, you know, coming to us through those referrals. So I love that. I appreciate that. Um, but I want to make sure that we also are communicating our messaging in a way to say that, Hey, actually you can also come to us just for social media. So if someone's looking for support in social media, they know that they can come to nomad creative. And a lot of our messaging, like the way our website is, is designed. We communicate that information isn't necessarily, um, communicating that. So, um, just like repositioning our brand a little bit to push the social media, um, more, not more than branding, but just more so that it's a little bit more at the forefront, because once you add those monthly retainer clients, like I said, it's way, I don't want to say way easier because I mean, anything can be easy, but also hard, super relative, I guess. Um, but it's, it just makes more sense from like a scaling perspective, because if you build a good relationship with a client and you're doing a good job and they're happy with your work, they're going to keep you on long-term. So social contract is usually like at least six months or we're creating content, managing it for them month to month. And then if they're happy, they're going to stick around. So that means that every single month they're paying you. Like it's like an automatic withdrawal. You get that payment. And if you consistently bring on clients like this, that means you'll go from having, you know, two clients a month to five to 10 to 20 to 30 to 40. And then that's something that becomes really, really impressive in the back. And when you're able to manage that many clients and you're bringing in, let's say, you know, like a a thousand five hundred to three thousand five hundred a month on each of those clients, that's kind of magical. So that's what, that's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm looking forward to. Sometimes I get kind of like overwhelmed thinking about everything that it takes to get there. But I mean, I built my business to where it is today. And I know that I can get that portion of the business to where I want it to be. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, getting into that headspace, getting out of my little funk a little bit and, um, really just like trusting that my new updated team, uh, is able to tackle this with me. So, yep, that's that. Um, personal life, well, lots of weddings, lots of, you know, engagement parties, events for families and friends, um, families and friends, family, my family, I guess. I have two families, many families. I don't know. My family. I guess when you have your husband, I guess it's all one big family, right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tripped up over this. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, we live in Trenton, Ontario, my husband and I, Ryan, should I just call him Ryan? Like, I don't know if you guys know me enough to know that his name is Ryan, but it's Ryan. Um, he and I live in Trenton, Ontario. He's an air force pilot. So we live near the military base here and, uh, our family and us, we were from Montreal. We grew up in Montreal, um, and also spent some time in Toronto. So, most of the things that we're like invited to are typically in Montreal, which, you know, if it was an hour drive, it wouldn't be such a big deal, but it is, you know, a three and a half hour drive plus the whole packing and packing every single time we do have a dog. Um, so it becomes a little challenging to be there all the time for all of the events. And we've been dealing with, 
you know, creating proper boundaries and not feeling guilty about not being able to make everything, you know, hoping that our friends and family are, you know, understanding of our situation. Um, because of course, like if we were close by, we would be there for everything, but we also have to prioritize our personal lives and truth be told, like we rarely even have a weekend to ourselves because there's always something. And I think that it's very important to prioritize a relationship and give ourselves that time. And sometimes saying no to things is the way for us to do it. So, you know, it saves us that drive. Um, And gives us a bit of time to be together and build on our relationship as well. So that's fun. Um, Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about like something kind of cool, I guess, fun that has been popping up. So whenever I like, let's say, go to these events in, in Montreal or wherever they may be, even here, it could be like a networking event. I've been documenting them a lot more. So I've always loved editing but now that like reels is such a thing I've just like loved getting back into editing those way more than shooting pictures like I feel like I'm almost over the pictures and like trying to get like the perfect shot and blah 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 like honestly I don't even care um the videos are all about I'm all about them because anytime we have these little events it's like this cute little memory so not only is it fun for me to edit like to the music the aesthetic the vibe whatever but also to have that memory to look back on. So I've been doing that just because like, I love it, not necessarily for anything. Um, And when Ryan came back from his last two month deployment, um, a couple months ago, we went to wander the resort in Prince Edward County, which is super gorgeous. They have like, they had like pool access. We were, we had access to their bar. We could go to the lake um, and just like a bunch of lounge areas. So I documented that took a bunch of really cute videos, you know, some aesthetic shots and you put it together into a reel. And they reached out to me, asked if they could repost it. I said, totally, no problem, whatever. Um, Obviously unpaid, um, but I was fine with that. And another hotel from the area saw that I did that for them. Well, not for them, but did that. And then they used my content and they reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we're actually looking for content creators. And it was like a hotel in the same area. Um, and they were like, yeah, we, we'd love to like talk to you and see if this would be a good fit. So this is super recent. Like I, I spoke to them on Friday and, and got the email this following Monday. So kind of opening my eyes to a different world, I guess. I've never really, like, I definitely don't consider myself an influencer by any means. (laughs) But um, this is the first time that I would potentially, I guess, be paid to create content. I've done exchanges. Like, it's not the first time an accommodation has reached out to do an exchange where, like, if I stay there, I'll create them content. um, But the free was stay, which to me, honestly, is, like, just as good because especially when it's, like, a cottage and stuff, you get to use the lake and and have like a little staycation. But um, I think this from what it sounds like is a little bit more long term. And they're not just looking for like a one night thing, but um, more seasonal and regular content. So I mean, sounds like fun, something I'm going to entertain. And I'll keep you guys posted on what happens there. Should be fun. You might see some reels coming up from different accommodations, um, on my feed. Um, and as if you know, like if you follow my personal account, it's very like travel focused. I've you've been traveling for years now. So, um, a hotel and, you know, accommodations, hospitalities definitely fits in within my personal brand, I would say. Um, yeah. So it's like a win, win, win. I win, they win. Um, well, we all win. 
And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh my, I feel like I've been talking for a while now. It's so crazy, actually. You know what? 18 minutes. That's like wild to me that I can talk this long to myself. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been listening, supporting, sharing. Um, you know, those of you who have been agreeing to be guests on my podcast. Um, that's been super fun. I have a huge list now. My new marketing manager has helped me put that together and it is so exciting to see, like I'm able to change the status of like, when I like emailed, followed up, when they filled out the form, when they booked the thing, when it's done, when it's scheduled, when it's alive. Um, yeah, I don't know. That shit excites me. (laughs) I just like being organized, but, um, all I want to say is for like on the mindfulpreneur podcast, Instagram. We, um, what are we, we have like, what is it? 120 ish followers, let's say. And we're reaching over 5,000 accounts per month, which is incredible. And honestly, I have to say that has a lot to do with my amazing guests. Um, so they've been added as like collaborators and stuff. So when it's shared to their following, as well as this, uh, our following, and then I share it on my personal account, which has, uh, like a thousand or something followers and then nomad creators account, which has like 9,000 followers. So it definitely like gains reach in that way. Um, so all that to say is that like your follower count doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how many people can actually see your content. Um, just some food for thought. I'm surprised. I'm like so impressed. Like my, my account of 120 followers for the mindful printer podcast reaches more people than my nomad creative account with 9,000 followers because of how I guess like engaged people are with the video reels and content that I've been posting. Anyways, kind of cool. Fun fact. Um, that's it guys. Um, my little rant, it was like a therapy session. (laughs) Honestly, I probably needed it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And, um, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, a review would be much appreciated. This podcast is brought to you by Nomad Creative. Visit nomadcreative.com for all of your marketing, branding, and social media needs.